All right, guys, before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsor, Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface, a huge part of game day and preparation for the Los Angeles Chargers as the official laptop and sideline technology provider for your LA Chargers. Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Microsoft Surface Pro 7, your endlessly adaptable partner now with faster processing and more connections, plus all-day battery life. The 12.3-inch touchscreen 2-in-1 laptop, ultralight and versatile. Check it out on their site, surface.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to the final drive presented by Microsoft Surface. Alongside Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harry. As the Chargers win their third straight, they beat the Broncos 19-16, their second straight win in the AFC West. And Haley, I look at the manner in which they're winning these games. The rookie is leading the way. He certainly is. And I think they flipped the script over these last few weeks. They flipped the script over these last few weeks. You and I have come on, we've done these podcasts throughout the season. And just a few weeks ago, we're talking about the final drive and the final play and just how it, it didn't go in the team's favor. And I think when you sort of have listened to the, the pressers from yesterday, and even just throughout the last few weeks, there seems to be a common theme that the hard work and effort has gone into these, these games and execution, they're making plays. And I think the biggest thing is that while Justin Herbert are certainly leading the way, and I'm sure we'll talk about him, they didn't let those losses get them down. And some of them were very crushing losses. And I think to, to turn it around and to especially get two wins, you know, three wins total in a row, but two in the division, huge for this team. It is huge, especially when you look at the the lack of success they've had in the division and being so yeah. close in those divisional games, you know, you go back to week two, I've talked about the chiefs game all season long. I mean, that was, that was a wire to wire. Um, you, you were leading until the final gun. Uh, we know what happened in Denver the first time, uh, the, the last play of the game against Vegas. So to get those two wins, I I've said it too. And you and I talked about this last week. I don't think momentum carries over from one year to another, mm -hmm. but I think for a rookie quarterback like Justin in the core group, that's going to be here in 2021, you have to go through the act of winning the division games. And the fact that you could get one on the road on Thursday night against the Raiders and then get the Broncos back. There's something to be said for that because these are the teams you're going to have to beat to yeah. ultimately get to the playoffs. What's the easiest way to get to the playoffs? Winning your division. And unfortunately for the Chargers, they have a divisional opponent like the Chiefs stacked up. And Patrick Mahomes, we know, signed that huge extension and he's going to be there. But, but there is a confidence, I think, that is being built, especially with getting Herbert, having him acquire these wins. And I think you hear from him and the big he talks about is just wanting to get that win. I'm looking at my notes from postgame. Kenneth Murray, you know, when he makes everything better, it makes it fun. Chris Harris Jr. was so good to get the win. And I just think when you hear from guys like that, and, and it it just, like you said, momentum may not carry over, but it does build a sense of confidence. And to do it against divisional opponents, again, I laugh. I think I tweeted at the end of the game, you know, it wouldn't be a Chargers-Broncos game if it didn't come down to the last play, which as we know, with these games, you throw records out the window and you just kind of go. But, but it is really 
you know, we said the monkey was off their back last week with the, the win over Vegas. And I think you can kind of continue that. And I think you are building a little confidence there to go, okay, we can keep up with these teams. We can not only keep up, we can beat these teams. And it'll be interesting, obviously what happens in next, next week in KC, there are a lot of other factors that, you know, who knows what the chiefs are going to do, but to be able to get those wins in division, very, very huge, just to be able to know that, that you have the confidence especially at the quarterback position too, to make plays and, and beat those teams. The thing I'll say too, is Justin doesn't need the gaudy stats to show mm-hmm. what he's made of. Okay. So, so Sunday, 21 and 33, 253 yards and a touchdown. It was that final drive though, that, yeah. that coolness about him to, to hit Jalen Guyton for 23 yards, to lean on his running game, frankly, and Austin Eckler, that 23 yard rush was huge. Um, he has been through these things the last each of the last two weeks. So you don't need the stats to know just how much he's developing. And you have to have that kind of that, that cool under pressure gene. He's mm-hmm. got it. And, you know, we're, totally. we're going to talk about the records and, you know, obviously he broke Baker Mayfield's uh, passing touchdown records uh, as a rookie. Uh, he's on pace to, to break a couple of more uh, this Sunday against the Chiefs. But I don't need to see the uh, the records. I don't need to see the gaudy stats to know that Justin Herbert has figured it out. And when you look at week two against the Chiefs to what he is now, he has slowly but surely built uh, the confidence of his teammates and these vets. These vets love him. And, yeah. and then winning, that, that translates into, okay, this is our guy. And, and I, I think it's been remarkable to watch the last month to, to see him win these games. Um, and again, it, it's not about the stats. It's more about winning when it matters the most. I'd agree with that. And you, you say you go back to that chiefs game. I go back to that Panthers game a lot this season because of that final drive where they were going to go 99 yards. They had an opportunity. That final play just, just didn't go the way, you know, it, it should have. And, and, but again, you know, they kind of moved past that. But I just always go back to, to Herbert's presser after that game where he said, we had all the confidence in the world to go down there and get it done. And when you kind of now here in week 16 and three quarters, as we turn the page to 17, you realize that was only his second start ever. And to be able to have that confidence even then, and now look where it is now. And like you said, to have the veterans on this team and trust in him, I think that faith is fully there. And I think Chargers fans, especially over these last few weeks, he's got the ball in his hands towards the end of the game, probably going to make something happen. And it's probably going to be good. Yeah, he, he's been the same guy. I remember that presser. He, yeah. I think he said, what a great opportunity to go 99 yeah. yards. And he darn near <laughs> almost did it. Uh, but but that mentality, he, he's been medium. He's been him. <laughs> you know, throughout the entire season. And I think that's just refreshing to see. He's not trying to be somebody that he's not. And his teammates have taken to it and they're winning. No Keenan Allen, no Hunter Henry. Uh, you rely on guys like Guyton, uh, who had, a, I think, a 29-yard reception in the first half, that 23-yarder on the final mm-hmm. offensive drive for the Chargers. Uh, Donald Parham, a 26-yard reception. Steven Anderson. Parham, I tweeted this last night. I really think low key that that was the play of the game because yeah. at the end of the first half, if you guys remember, Justin was sacked, a fumble. The Broncos could have scooped that and scored a touchdown or, you know, you get tackled, you get three points there and you get the ball the second half. Instead, Parham with, with that fumble recovery is 13, nothing. 
as opposed to 13-3 or 13-7 with the Broncos having the ball back. That could have shifted the momentum, Haley. It's these little things that totally. we don't think about maybe after the fact that, wow, like that was kind of a momentum-saving play. Absolutely. And I'll actually say another one too. And that was Casey's pick in the first quarter, which, yeah. okay. So there are a couple things with this one. Obviously he was three yards deep in the end zone. Should he have come out? Maybe not. The offense ended up punting off that possession. They didn't get points off of it. But what I will say is you stopped the Broncos from scoring. If they didn't score a touchdown, they probably would have kicked a field goal because they were so close at that point. I forget the specific yardage, but you know, at that point, it would have been 3-3, I believe, at the first quarter. So, And looking towards the end of the game with the final score being what it was, those three points loomed large that were left or taken off the board, I guess, conceivably from the Broncos. So one of those where I think to me, that was a play where you obviously always want to gain points off a turnover, but it was because they were so close in scoring position, you saved them from, from not. And I think that loomed large when you look at the final and you look at the totality of the game and, and how close it ended up being, that was really, really big. And I think too, you know, with, you talk about the offense with no, no Keenan, no Hunter, you talk about the defense, no Joey, no Chenna. obviously there were some, you know, they gave up over a hundred rush yards, but then to have Rayshon go out in the first quarter, to have Casey not play in the second half, they, they strung it together. They ended up, you know, keeping it together. And I just think that was, that was just really big too. Yeah, you give the coaching staff credit for, you know, guys who have not gotten a lot of reps. I mean, that was a very young secondary the Chargers yeah. had, especially in that second half of the game. And you know what? You can't, it's it's tough to fault a cornerback for wanting to take it out of the end zone. I know. Because corners have that mentality that they can take it the other way, you know? So, you know, Casey got the pick. I, I, I never fault a guy for, for wanting to take it out of the end zone because it, yeah. in that moment, you catch it, the momentum, the adrenaline, you, you want to see what you can do with it. Uh, also, I, I'd be remiss if we didn't give Michael Badgley some credit for, for yep. hitting his field goals uh, on Sunday. Obviously, a tough game for him against the Raiders, uh, but you want to see resolve. You want to see guys bounce back. Uh, Michael certainly did that, and they needed all of those field goals to win the game. Yeah, they certainly did. Again, when you look at what the final score was, they absolutely did. Coach said he talked to him, and, and they had a conversation, and and who knows, you know, what came of it, but I think obviously that resolve really, really showed on Sunday. And I think resolve is sort of just the overarching theme of this team in general over these last few weeks is it to can, again, to not have gotten down on some of those really crushing losses that they had and to flip it and turn it around and show that resolve, I think was huge, but to make all his kicks yesterday in a game that was as tight as it was as close as it was when those kicks needed to be made very big. So the Chargers will head to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, who have already clinched home field throughout. So as we tape this on a Monday, we don't know what it's going to look like for the Chiefs. Uh, Regardless, it'd be nice to to end the year with three straight division wins. I don't care if Patrick Mahomes is under center or if if they got second and third string guys out there. Uh, Beating the Chiefs would feel good, I think, a a nice way to, to close 2020. Absolutely. I think that would be huge because ultimately they're, they're the biggest competition in the division. You know, you, you can hang with Oakland and, or excuse me, Vegas. Oh gosh, put money in the jar for that one, but (laughs) you're fine. (laughs) But you, you know, if you can hang with those teams and then ultimately find ways to win, that's big Kansas city. They're the defending Super Bowl champs for a reason. They clinched the, the one seed in the playoffs. They literally have absolutely nothing to play for this week. So whatever sort of variant of them, 
who knows what you're going to get, but, but it would be good. I mean, to close out with, what are we three straight wins, four straight wins total. That would be huge knowing what this team had been through earlier this season. And still, you know, I think even these last couple of weeks, They've battled through, like we said, they've battled through injuries. They've battled through some things and they've found those ways to win. And that would just be really, really big. A big, if momentum doesn't carry over, at least a confidence booster to know that you close the year out and the season out on a really strong and high note. Yeah, I think if anything, the quarterback gets confidence with with three straight division wins, knowing that you can win in the division and how close you came in the other three games to, right. to winning as well. So I think that's going to be really big for Justin. And in terms of, of draft position, all that stuff, my argument is you got the number one overall pick in the draft on, in your quarterback's room right now. So, yeah. you know, whether you're, you're picking at 8, 10, 12, 14, just get a starter mm-hmm. to help build this team moving forward. And, you know, the Chargers are, are very hopeful you get Derwin James and Drew Tranquil and, and yes. guys like that back on the defense. And you start to build something and, and you start to win some games and hopefully get to the playoffs in 2021. But it's been it's been an up and down season. It's been a weird season for all of us. You know, normally, Haley, we'd be doing this in person. So uh, weird. Zoom. I don't think I knew much about Zoom in February. That's all I know. Zoom is all I know in 2020, but it, it, it's one of those years where you try to take some positivities from it and, and, and carry it over into 2021. And I think the Chargers, at, at the very least, uh, winning their last four games, ending on a high note, uh, that'd be a nice way to, to get into the new year. A hundred percent. And I think too, in a year like 2020, where obviously, you know, we'll do a, a wrap up next week. And I think we have one more to do after that, but I do want to say, kudos to the NFL for making it through a full season. You know what I mean? We got one week left and I'll knock on some wood over here, but at the same time to be able to not do the bubble thing to, to say, Hey, we're going to try to play as normal of a year as possible with obviously protocols that were never ending and, and always evolving and always changing. But I think I give them a lot of credit for being able to to do this. And of course there were hiccups along the way. And we saw that happen with other teams and the chargers have had you know, a couple guys end up on the list as well, but, but to be able to do it and, and work through it and and not have to cancel games and not have to do a week 18. Again, we're very close here, but holding out hope for this final week 17, but to do it in this year, huge. And, and I think for players to, to overcome what they did along with just the, the COVID side of things, you know, coach Lynn said at the very beginning or, or during hard knocks, the very beginning of training camp that whoever handles both will probably come out on top in February. And I think for this team specifically, even though they aren't in the postseason, to handle everything that was thrown their way this year with again, a new quarterback, a new guy under center who is everything that, that they hoped for and more and, and the certain future of this franchise Really, really big. And I think, again, getting, like you said, that win in KC would be huge. But just to be able to turn things around here at the end has got to be just really big and just a huge confidence booster for everyone, for everyone on this team. As I left SoFi Stadium last night, I was just looking at the the stands and be like, man, I, I cannot wait till next year when I know. this place is going to be packed. This was kind of a, a trial run for a lot of us to, to get mm-hmm. to the stadium, learn the stadium a little bit. Um, but you look at it, you look at the bigness of it, the uniqueness of it, and you just can't help but envision what it's going to look like in 2021. So it was it was an interesting year at SoFi this year. It was great to, to be a part of it and see it. Um, but 
fans were missing. I mean, it, that's an understatement, right? Complete understatement. Can we also talk about just how crazy it is that that the home games are done? Like that this season just came and went. You know what I mean? That yeah. it was weird. Like you said, leaving SoFi yesterday and being like, okay, that that's it on the home games for this year. And, and it's so funny because as, um, as familiar as I think I am with certain places and parts of that stadium, definitely not with the whole thing. I feel like next year is going to be, this was a little bit of that trial year. Like you said, next year, it's going to be the full sort of experience and it's going to be awesome. You know, hopefully next fall, we are in a much better place as a country where fans can be there. Fingers crossed. I think everyone's hoping for that. And, um, and I just think it's going to be really, really cool. It was cool just to, you know, for those of you who weren't, who are watching or listening, who weren't at games, games were run like a normal game, you know, graphics mm-hmm. for were being shown and, and videos and, and spots were being bumped on the video board. So for those of us who were at SoFi, we were there like it was any other game. The PA announcer was still there and it was really, really cool. But, but I think that if we ever took fans for granted before that was certainly the case because their energy, their vibe, everything that they bring to a game was, was absolutely missed in 2020 and will be a huge, huge part of 2021 and, and beyond. Can't wait for it. Well, we got one more on the road against the chiefs. Uh, the game was changed from a 10 AM game to, is it one Oh five or one twenty five? One twenty five. One twenty five. So, all right, so there you go. Uh, if you were tuning in at 10 a.m., you want to wait maybe three hours. Not going to get it. <laughs> not going to get it. But uh, always appreciate you guys uh, hanging with us on the final drive presented by Microsoft Surface. For Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harry. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Monday.